It's a, it's a, it's yeah, let's start over yeah. for real. Yeah. Podcast for real, like, like now. Like, yeah, yeah. Get all the Yeah, now. Fuck. Now. What took so long? Fuck. Maddie Mullins on today. Sorry, I screwed up again. Maddie okay, Mullins. Okay. No, started a mulligan. Now. I don't know if I've ever heard one Memphis Mayfire song. <laughs> Why would you? And I don't good. mean that like like I wouldn't listen to it. I just mean like you, I've never, I've just never listened to a song. You wouldn't. It, I mean, they're bigger than any of our bands ever. Oh, right? for sure. But I'm what, not, what does that mean? That. What does that even mean? Well, that's my question too. How does a band like that, what, Okay, are they are they really good and and the cream that rises to the top? Is that like all they, the band like like I mean our bands aren't as good. We didn't get we didn't get as big or as famous, you know what I mean? Like but how does that work? There's two ways to look at that, Toby. There's two ways to look at that. Okay. One way is to say they are really that good because they naturally become the most popular band in a genre or there's right. bands who get bigger that obviously a good example is nickelback oh yeah yeah it seems that many people hate nickelback but they are have always been a massive band so that Frankly, seems contradictory right. right yeah i agree though the second avenue would be that people <laughs> music listeners the general public yeah don't necessarily have the best taste in music but that gets fucked up with like nirvana and shit so right. it's really hard to hone in on it. Right. Wow, but the, the, the very specials are like when you definitely know it's both. Because there, yeah. there's a there's right. a there's a when something new happens, like a new sound or a new whatever, it's probably not the perfect version of it for the broadest audience usually. Yeah. It usually gets developed yeah. by many bands until it finally <laughs> reaches all time low or whatever. Like you know what I'm saying? Like all time low that is, band is so good. <laughs> yeah, they're good. They are good. I mean, they are good. They're, they they came kidding. later I don't know and were one able to find. Low song. <laughs> yeah, but th- but those guys. Are, well, first of all, th- those are so they're cool guys. They're they do podcasts and everything. So they're they're known to be actually oh, cool people. Oh, I've wait, never wait. met them. Matt I'd have never met them a little bit. Matt, I've never met them. Oh, I've never yeah. met them. Oh, yeah. oh, I've never met them. Honestly, they're pretty cool. Don't talk shit about my friend. I don't know. I've never met a single one of them. I've never met one of them. And you know what? Matty Mullins actually podcast. He's pretty fucking cool. (laughs) Matt actually (laughs) thinks of all all time low as his peer. His podcast peers. I don't even know him. I don't even know. But they change, man. But what (laughs) I'm saying is that you come to a who's even talking right now. No, Matt's like you lost all credibility. I don't know anything about other comedians. So Matt's like, oh, podcasters. I don't want to criticize. Yeah, I don't yeah, want to yeah. criticize. That's fucked up. No, I, man. I'm just saying that there's not that many people that do that. So all I'm saying is, to their credit, I've also everybody heard has a cool podcast. Po- <laughs> <laughs> there's they, not a person on earth that doesn't have a podcast. There was a minute where everybody did, but they did not last. <laughs> everybody tried a podcast. Who? Okay. <laughs> Who everybody has is, started a podcast. I agree. Er, but everybody, everybody does has not have a podcast. Three episodes of right. their podcast <laughs> right. available. Okay, I have a legitimate. I have a legitimate question about that. Where do you think we, and mainly Matt and Toby, because bad Christian and all that, Thank where do <laughs> well, you and, guys and, and fall? include Joey in that, Jevin. Well, Joey, Joey. T- no, I'm talking about musicians. I'm well, talking you said about bad Christian and just oh, oh, I see, I see. I'm talking about people who are in bands. Where do you guys fall in the most popular 
musicians with a podcast. That has to be high, real. Very high. high. Yeah, that's pretty high. I mean, who I, else? I mean, who, I, who would be higher? Yeah. Shane, Shane told it does good. Shane. Shane. Yeah, he Shane, does. Shane, Shane, Shane would be the best. Bigger. BC was bigger than Shane's podcast. Though. It was bigger, but he has. But Shane is very has successful your, at. Yeah, yeah, he's not going like, to fail. He is a succeeder at what he does. Yeah, right. No matter what, like that. He, and um, plus, was yeah. so successful at never talking to anybody in my band on the two months we were on tour. <laughs> 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 now I don't even care because it just didn't matter, right? But it yeah. was. It was funny. Hey, Lunter, turn your get, turn yeah, your gain up. Yeah, you're a little gain. Yeah, turn I mean, your turn your. You know what gain is? Yeah, he spent, he spent seven hours trying up. to figure check, out how to get Maddie Mullins check, behind check, him. Check, there you check, go. Check, and, check, and, check. and not zero time on his mic. Listen, I can tell y'all why Memphis May Fire and August Burns Red and all this, this shit is bigger than us. I can tell no, you. No, but before that, can I ask you one question? Like, you love it that though they exist, right? Like. Maddie Mullins and Memphis Mayfire, like that, that helps you be you. I'm right? entertained Without by it all. Like, <laughs> like they're the penguin and you're the Batman, or you're right? Like they're oh, he's the Joker. The penguin. Yeah. Like without Bat- yeah. Batman is nothing without the Joker. Yeah, Lunster's you, definitely the penguin. I mean, you, <laughs> <laughs> Lunster's the penguin. He's the penguin. <laughs> Maddie Mullins is the Batman. <laughs> he's nothing without you. You're nothing without him. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't even know I exist. Yeah, right. oh. yeah, that's true. And, and I and what I, I'm just I'm saying sometimes when you get a and I've been saying this lately. I think the more I say it, the more it is is true that you got a Beatles, you get a Nirvana, you get and I I say Billie Eilish. I think those are the three steps, and that's when it's both broad and just undoubted. The quality is not. In, it's like new and already broad. That's mm. but the rarest of the rare. But most of the time, the pattern is something unbelievably cool that that a bunch of bands participate in together to find what's broad, and then somebody's able to actually nail the broad thing, like uh, you know, whatever. You know what I mean? Those yeah. then the, they're just gonna be above the bands that most that from some point of view you could say are cooler, better, more original, or, or came first. Sure. But it's a group project that our type of genre gets to have representatives as big as all-time low or Memphis. I mean, it's good that there's August Burns Reds and all, the people that come in and get it ready and put it all the way to out to the broad yeah. level because emo now is like, I mean, people are not, nobody is understanding what the reach of the term and demographic is. It is bigger than anybody from the scene is is realizing it's have I guarantee you emo it keeps swallowing um whole demographics yeah. like goth and you know what I mean like yeah. it's it's yeah. it is yeah. at least a grunge echo now somehow well, I, and I, I saw guarantee a 20 year old yeah go ahead no I saw a 20 year old kid on a plane yesterday wearing an MCR shirt and he was all goth punk out and everything he was definitely 20 or younger right. So imagine you're right. just in some meeting with like the Republican National Convention or whatever, and they're talking about demographics and stuff. It yeah. comes up, like it's a you know what I'm saying. They they, they 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 probably think of demographics. Whoever does research on it, it's one that is in the it's the counterculture darkness 
thing from like grunge was or you know it's bigger than goth now at this point right as a cultural identity of people who never listen to the music they're thinking yeah i'm in middle school i'm probably i'm probably emo yeah i'm probably emo (laughs) they don't even know anything they're just identifying as that's that's my i'm one of those because they've seen the whatever it is like it's you know what i mean like it's transcended into something ted cruz probably is aware of in a demographic sense right what do you think emo will be what will most mostly be attributed to emo outside the music like what you it know like, like what you cut yourself and you wear you you know you wear black and you're a disgruntled youth it's just all it means disgruntled youth something like that like what or else just, you got you don't say punk anymore you don't say what do you uh, say depressed well, okay, yeah. who's depressed? That's or, the emo. I mean, yeah, so there's hardcore, like that, and but even that, I mean, hardcore and emo, like, but I mean, that's, it's real. Like, it's, it's real yeah, at the real, some real level now that you don't have to know any of the bands to know about it. I don't think I was ever emo. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm in an emo band. Right. It, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I do. I don't, I think most of us, I mean, we kind of went through a phase of trying, you know, trying to look emo or. Right wear cool clothes or maybe have your hair look cool or whatever, you know, but I don't know if I ever felt, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I ever felt emo in that same way. I, right. I maybe felt like, um, edgy or, mm-hmm. you know, on fringe, <laughs> edgy. you know what I mean? Like yeah. fringe, fringe. Edgy. Yeah. I mean, you, know you know knew saying? you like, belonged on the fringe stage with a little bit of a sad look and a tattoo in the photo. Like <laughs> right. There's, there's got to be a photo where you can see one of your tattoos and a sad look, and it's like you're not on the main <laughs> stage; you're on the fringe stage. That, that, right. Yeah. But I'm not sure I ever felt like what I think of as emo. You know what I mean? When I saw yeah. uh, Ad City's Burn play for the first time, it was a uh, long story. But I, you know, I wasn't in the band, obviously. But I met up with them. Uh, a friend was playing a show with them basically. And I saw them play and I was like, holy shit, they're emo. They look emo. <laughs> what did you mean look, by in that year? And what that was 2003. Three, 2003. And what did you mean when you felt that that was an appropriate like I, term? Uh, they just looked cooler than everybody in Arkansas or something. Like they looked like they were tapped in to something uh-huh. like with their hair and their clothes. And, right facing the opposite way on the stage and the guitar throws and the bad singing and all this stuff. And then when I went down to Baton Rouge to see it all, and I was like, whoa, they really are tapped into a culture that Uh does not exist in Arkansas that nobody has tapped into yet in a meaningful way. And so I was like, wow, this, I guess this is like what it means to be like, you know, in the scene. Mm -hmm. And in that same town today, there are middle, middle schoolers going, yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm emo. Yeah. And trying to do that, yeah, in that Arkansas town that you couldn't even find, it didn't exist in. Yeah, probably. My kids, I guess my kids talk about emo. That's what blows me away. They, is like they talk about it like a a thing though. Like it's not just music. No, and I guess I guess beyond. it wasn't. I guess I I always thought it was emo music. You know what I mean? Like that's what I thought. You think it, it means it mineral, wasn't. not dashboard, right? Yeah, right. yeah. yeah. Right. Exactly. it means way more than that. Da- dashboard is swallowed up by it's beyond dashboard. Yeah, it's beyond listened, all that. I listened to the moon is down this weekend while I was driving, and yeah. I was like, "Oh, this is like primitive." <laughs> oh yeah, you know primitive. what I mean. Yeah, it felt yeah. primitive. Like I was like, "Oh, this is low primitive. production. It's low production, really." And uh, like 
just guitars and vocals right. just being loud it's, and emotional and there's nothing else yeah it's gonna be like punk right i mean because punk started in what like the 70s or something mm. with the ramones or who whoever was the early i don't, I don't even right. know enough about punk history but um but then it kind of made a resurgence in the 90s right with green day and blink 182 blink 182, the greatest band of all time i mean and probably all the original punk fans were like this is a punk for sure this is pop right or you know whatever they thought it was so i mean it's got to be a similar thing yeah. to where further seems forever and um, probably even now mineral and sunny day real estate all these old school 90s bands that we loved right they if they heard a modern day emo song, they would be like, "That's not." They couldn't like it. Further seems forever has forty eight thousand monthly Spotify listeners, similar to As Cities Burn or something. That's crazy. Okay, wow. now We're Memphis Mayfire. You know how many they have? How we many? talked about this a last million? week. It was a million. And yeah, a half. yeah, over a million. Fuck. So that's something. Hmm. I mean, and Sunny Day Real Estate has less than Emory, which yeah. isn't right. There's no that's way that makes bad. sense. That, that's too bad and that means they, we're bad that means yeah. you know what i mean that means jeremy we Enid thinks bad. we're bad well we're on the level of that i mean probably jeremy enick and mineral and those guys they think Emory's they think we're new, the new tier oh emo. for sure yeah right there we're the stupid we have, sellouts right. and we that, have tons yeah, of bands right. that we think are new tier emo there's like yeah, but that's just where you come. That just comes with the territory of anything, yeah. you know what I mean? So you got to do your best. To, <laughs> I, if I'm being know. honest, though, and this, I, it might be biased, but I do kind of feel like we were the last wave of good. Of good? <laughs> of good. Like of that. that I really. I, that's what everybody says. No, I know. But let me argue. Let me argue my point. Let me argue right. my point. And and whether or not you think Nickelback and Creed are good, I think we can I agree. I do think that, they're good. Uh, okay, but artistically, you would not view them as influential in some way. I'm, they are good songwriters. And, hold on. You know what I I'm mean, saying. They're not smashing pumpkins. Your, or your whole point has already been obliterated. Uh, <laughs> not, well, they're, not, they're not influential. That Nobody's really copying them too much. I feel I'm like saying they're just it, harvesting something. That's what I'm yeah. saying. It feels like the mid-2000s sure. where we were at was the end of the road of influence. And it yeah. became harvesting after. Yes, that, so. that's right. That I that agree makes sense. That. Yeah. So Time even if Thursday Thursday was right before As Cities Burn and Emory and stuff, they might think we suck. Whatever we you know love Thursday. Or, yeah. Right. Think they're cool, but then right after that, it just gets real bad. I think. I think objectively, it gets real bad. But then it I starts feel- get. But that's when it gets popular. And everybody loves it. But MCR is still popular. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yep. They are yep. holding over from that. And yeah, they not, carried through. Yeah, it, it's but not. They also stopped, and they get to come back and all that stuff. You know what I mean? Like, if they had kept going, they would be less now. Like, any bands, yeah. I yeah. think, that, that stop, it only helps them. It it can only help them to come back. I mean, Amberlynn's going bigger than ever, right? I mean, I, they, it, they said they were right. done. Under oath, same way, you know, uh, MCR, same way. I mean, that's just the way it is. But there's something to it, like, if you would have put Scott Stapp behind you instead of Matty Mullins, it wouldn't have been as funny. Like, there's something no. that that <laughs> yeah. guy does that, that <laughs> taps into the ether in a way. Now, is that just for now? Like, 
10 years from now, Maddie Mullins wouldn't be funny behind you, right? Or you, you know what I mean? Like, who Let's was- try it. Hold on. I'll set a reminder. Yeah, set a reminder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you believe we'll definitely be doing this podcast 10 years from now for sure. Well, well, I'm, my, my point on that, like Toby's saying, is there's a chance. I mean, at some point you have to question the artistry or whatever, but also the popularity. I mean, that comes into play. You can't deny that these bands that many a lot of people don't respect as musicians or as people like somebody like Scott Stapp, he knows. I mean, he got a lot of fans, and he knew how to do it. He right. did it however he wanted to do it, and it worked. So part of me is like, well, I mean, you can't discredit that. Yeah, if yeah. it has staying I mean, power, like if it's momentary – that's one thing, but if it has staying power yeah. over a long time, you cannot ever argue with that. In the I mean, like, you'll you never be able to argue with that. My God, I, what I'm a not song. saying it's I mean, bad. It's, I know, but it's yeah, I, I love it in a way. Dude, I mean, it's cheesy. <laughs> yeah, but no. they figured out something. I mean, like that—the funniest song ever recorded that we would agree on, Aaron Lusford is yes i know let's say it at the same time one two three sound, the sound of, of silence <laughs> by disturbed i thought you were gonna say scott stapp singing the song they wrote for the florida oh, the marlins, marlins. Oh, that, was good too. that was pretty amazing that was good too but i love how much lunsford hates the disturbed version of sound of i silence. don't hate it it no it is is so funny yeah and so, so great good. you love it there's In no way, way to say you don't absolutely love yeah. it it's There's not, not a hate. Can, yeah. If you say totally you don't love understand. it, then something's you're. It, uh, it you're was lying. so amazing when we played on the bus, and all the old old sleeper guys were like, "This is so <laughs> wonderful!" Like they were just like, they just loved. You know, they had heard it a million times, and they just they they think like this is the pinnacle of what you yeah. do. And we were we were all <laughs> like, we'd like, oh, let's play this song. This will be so funny. And they were all like. Thank you for playing this song. It <laughs> I means mean, it, a lot. <laughs> I think it's certainly more meaningful than love the Simon, and, everything, though. Simon and Garfunkel version. It's more meaningful in a way to me. It gives right, me more right. joy and more life than well, the, yeah. But it's but because it's so absurd. It yeah. keeps building like it never stops building. He starts. <laughs> but, <laughs> he just keeps adding and adding. But you know how many people in the world that saw that and thought, "Oh my." God, that was amazing. <laughs> yeah. That like, one is very special because the song, like, like you know, when you do a cover or whatever, but to choose, like, you know what I'm going to go insane on? Sound one of the side. Like, one, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, that's an insane that's endeavor. Like and then to, and then to yeah, do yeah. that with it, that yeah. is like, that in itself, you can't, you cannot say something bad about that. I, like, I, mean, I what, cannot what, allow it. What do they think about it, Simon and Garfunkel? I mean, can you imagine? <laughs> God, because if you listen, you listen to the the original right. version, and it is, I mean, the original version is a moving, beautiful, yeah. like incre- You feel like, man, they are really saying something here. I don't know what it is because I don't know what lyrics mean. No doubt, but I right. feel it. <laughs> I feel it in my heart. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't feel it more than the singer for Disturbed. Right. He feels it more than anybody ever. Yes. Can you imagine shooting that video and just having to like, you know, just, you know, just have that spirit of just like he had to, badass yes, yes. intensity 
Like just have like how how crazy do you think he feels just about himself? Just like <laughs> he did it. I mean, you've seen him do it live on the like he did on Conan or whatever or some show. Yeah, oh, like, and yeah. he and he did he got there on live TV. He yeah. did that. With okay. yeah, <laughs> with the help of uh, vocal tuning, for that moment personality and the way he presents it. A documentary about on the stage only. that would be a documentary about the or you know, <laughs> yeah. Simon and Garfunkel. Yeah, and then to that, I'm a yeah. filmmaker. Funny. I am a Do filmmaker. It. You are. <laughs> to the neon god they made. <laughs> <laughs> the way he goes, man. It's unbelievable. That's a great idea. You take one song and you make a 30-minute, 45-minute yeah, documentary. It's like a 30 about, for right. 30. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's a great idea. Like, But the, but the idea is how goofy, like something beautiful and uh, wonderful was made. And then not only just the disturbed version, but like think about all the versions that have been made and the karaoke and the old that was school sung on that. On you know, old yes. meaning, yeah. And it meant everything. Like th- think about how many people have sang karaoke and like they were crying and it meant something. Like it was a bad time in their life. They went out and they were right. like, Oh my God, this song just it hits different. You know what I mean? That's what they thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That um if you want to hear uh, I got a philosophical style producer way of looking at it or something but not even producer but i'm starting to feel like what one way to say it is like the there's a song and then there's recordings and performances but neither recordings or performances are are the song right yeah yeah the song is only an abstract thing and it can be embodied at karaoke it can be recorded by artists and you can say they wrote it or whatever but at bet but at most the recording still isn't the song like that just because it's on the most popular recording of the song doesn't have ownership of the song still right yeah the because it, right. it, it, it doesn't the song is cannot be contained in a recording it cannot is i think i think there's a list of songs that transform or surpass that i like to think about cover songs that are better than the original so i think like her gets there i think yeah. hallelujah jeff buckley gets there i don't think a lot of people probably agree with me but i think uh ryan adams wonderwall is better than the original no, which is i don't agree with anything but, about ryan sorry, <laughs> that's man. a bad opinion. i'm sorry I, just, I think and i love uh, the original of course, but um tennessee whiskey that's a cover song oh i didn't yeah. even know it was a cover song they able to made that known yeah. People like uh, Fiona Apple across the universe, I guess. But, and if a song uh, is truly well, good enough, then it beca- it's the Amazing Grace or Happy Birthday. Yeah, like You can't right. even act like whoever recorded originally has anything they could say about it. Yeah, there it. is no ownership. And any recording of it is trash relative to the s- stature of the tune. So it's disturbed. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, it's not there yet. But it's there in a way. Nobody... Yeah, I've never, I never cared it's about like that song st- that much. It's like you could steal a, a they, song they by simply it. outdoing the original person. Sure. They stole yeah. it in an aggressive, hostile. It was like yeah, a, it's hostile a hostile takeover. Take yeah, for sure. It was not a tribute. Yeah. That's what's funny about right. it. Yeah, it's not, not a tribute. Oh, well, yeah. It's not a tribute. With, it's a hostile Whitney takeover. Houston, <laughs> Whitney Houston did the same thing with I Will Always Love You. Yeah, that was yeah. a hostile takeover. She, yeah, that's a hostile takeover. hostile takeover of the Dolly Parton song. Yeah. That lead, yeah, that lead, sing, that lead yeah. singer, Disturbed, though, he would say, oh, man, that song just has always meant so much to me, and I wanted to do it. But he thinks 
he did better than Simon and Garfunkel. Oh, exactly. Performance, right? Exactly. Like he thinks yes. they, they they did what they could do, but I took that song. I made yeah. the full. I reached the fullest potential of that song. Yes. Yeah, he appreciates them doing right. you know that that part of yeah. the, the work. So to, yeah. so yeah. to bring it to this point where he could take it. <laughs> I'm a, but that's. I the, mean, they <laughs> made what they made way more money because of them, right? Yeah. I mean, Simon yeah. and Garfunkel, right? Yeah, yeah they, they made, get the, they get the publishing. Oh, for oh, sure, yeah. But it's, it's crazy. It's just like the opposite of like with Johnny Cash Hurt. Trent Reznor said in an interview, "Well, that's just not my song anymore." He said that. He said oh, Johnny yeah. Cash took that somewhere I didn't even know it's possible to go, and so that's just his now. So I guarantee you, Simon and Garfunkel would never say that. No way. Right? Of course. Yeah. So that Simon and Garfunkel yeah. really did hit, do some real good hits, and then I guess they just didn't get along, and then Garfunkel hey. just. Nothing, right? They Without hate Simon, each other. I mean, but but Simon went on to to do a lot. Paul Simon, yeah, yeah, yeah. Paul, yeah. Simon. Paul Simon, yeah. You know what I mean? Like he, Gar- you don't hear about Garfunkel. Too no, you never hear about Garfunkel. He has the well, worst his, name. His name is Art. <laughs> and, and Art Art Garfunkel, who who normally would be a person that does your taxes, right? <laughs> <laughs> Not right. Garfunkel's accounting that you listen to in silence, you know. Yeah, this is a really yourself. tough question, and I don't want to put you on the spot here. Okay, but what do you think if you had to say within, let's say, the first song that comes to your mind? What's the best song ever written? Buddy Holly Weezer. You say you that's you your that's what comes to my mind every time I think about wow. it. Wow! Every time I listen to that song, I think, wow. well, this might be just the best song. That's that's a respectable choice. Wow. Interesting. I said it fast. It's genuine. It that was authentic, I think. I'm not saying favorite. I'm just saying best no, yeah. written, I, I, written song. Yeah. You know what I mean? You yeah. know what always pops into my head, which is a weird one because it is also a cover, but I believe not only is it the greatest cover, but this song. Okay, what? It, going back, do y'all know what is the greatest cover? It's, I mean, I. It's Fiona Apple. Nothing's going to change my world. Across the universe. Yeah. Across, Across the universe. universe. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah Across I love the universe. That cover. That That's song is unbelievable. <clears throat> and the way she performs and the way that song sounds is is something that yeah. I just, it gets me. And the the original's fine, but her version of it is un. Yeah fucking believable and I mean, it's I, like they wrote it for her. yeah and yeah. so that one that one like. sticks out to me because it's like not only the beatles but it's her mm-hmm. too you know what i mean and yeah, so that one, a, that one i mean she can't outdo the awesome. beatles that's no. if that it, had been i a think different her version band. is better than the no, beatles no but that's just no, evidence I, no, I, that's no, just I evidence agree. that it's the best song of all time the song is good yeah yeah that is the song i agree with you but i'm saying it's not a competition if you know someone else wrote the song across the universe Right. Her version would have surpassed it, no right. problem. But she's redoing a Beatles song, which Beatles that's different yeah. level stuff. I'm it, not saying so that's harder, that, but that I agree with you. My is my favorite song, but I I would think you'd be reasonable to take to the argument Hallelujah. Yeah, that's because it's like Leonard Cohen. You know, Brian Leonard Cohen, and then Jeff Buckley I mean, to show what it, I hate what that all the covers meant. of that song, though. You know, and then be, so and be, but I'm just saying, so that, and then all the covers that are good, and then all the soundtracks and all that. Like, yeah, you don't like them compared to Jeff Buckley, but all that's evidence right. of what that thing is. Yeah, that thing's powerful. I mean, 
when I, every time I that song comes on, regardless, I guess of who's covering it, I I think I'm listening to something important. It felt that's what it feels like to me, like I'm listening to something important. Right. I don't now. think any version other than Jeff Bugley matters at all with that. No, no. I think it's the only one that even think, matters. Oh, I know. Like, but it it's, it's just so I. I like to believe that he played guitar and sang that in one take. I like to believe that that was all just one thing, yeah. one magical, thing. one magical moment. So. Yeah, and then I the, think the, the worst one, answer anybody can give that they give and they act like it's serious when they say it. You'll hear people say a lot, but they'll say, uh, you know, Paco Bell's canon. Oh God! <laughs> Wait, I don't even know what that is. You know what I'm saying? You know that it's the classical the song that they do uh, that they overdo uh, the most overdone uh, song of all time. And that it? Oh my God! It, no, like no, the wedding song. No, it's not the, the, the wedding down. one. Right, right. That one, and people yeah. say that, and they're like, like they found something profound, and they like because they know that what I, whatever it is that always makes me laugh when people say that's like it is a pretty song. Yeah, but I mean, it's the most overdone. Devin, what's your song? The one that comes to my mind probably first yeah. every time is everything I do, I do it for you. <laughs> oh, <man>. <laughs> <laughs> By Brian Adams. I, that I don't song know why. Is so fucking amazing. It's I mean, good. it's yeah, it's his, just his a delivery, journey yeah. of music. You know, it's in the realm of like Bohemian Rhapsody uh, yes. for me to some degree. You know, it's like it yeah. goes so many places and so much. It just feels like just a wonderful, but it stays. That, adventure. The, 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 the cool album, thing about that compared to Bohemian Rhapsody is that it stays in the pop genre, so it, it is still for the masses more than the whole. Yeah, time. you know what I mean. Like, like it yeah. is. Yeah. It is an amazing song, but also stays in a realm where the masses can just totally digest it. I, yeah, I might argue the album version. He get, he goes a little too long on the bridge. It's long. It's yeah, it's it goes a little too long. But where Bohemian Rhapsody, you know, that's you just vamping. That. That's, that's just true. vamping. You know, I don't count that. Yeah. Really. Well, that was like the eighties, and they're like, yeah, yeah, we can do this for the album. That was that's like fine. November we're gonna, rain. We're stuff. Gonna, yeah, we're gonna cut it down for the single. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Now, what yeah. is the most popular song ever, just based on listens? Most popular song. You, you ever? know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, like just like everybody i mean are we do you know it, the answer can, and we're trying to guess no no no. i okay. would say i mean obviously probably the answer is like happy birthday or something you know what i mean like that probably you mean but, of all but I mean, time i mean i mean like, like a radio song like a song like it, let's say from the modern just, just, yeah just the modern history you know from the 60s i on. think it, they might say is something like thriller but unca- hard, hard to count but i mean the Maybe spotify the spotify is hard to to, to see you get oh, to, you get into arguments about that at some point of like how to count it but you know olivia rodrigo was breaking a single day stream record so right. uh, you know what i mean but, but toby look it up about, we'll all guess but think about if streaming had if think about the artists who if you were counting radio plays as streams you know what i'm saying like i'm a joker I'm a dog, right. you know. Yeah. I'm a mid. Like, think about how many times a song like that's been played on the radio. Mm-hmm. That's not counted in that those streams. Yeah, there's no objective back, way to measure it. It's hard to go because back, streaming changed everything. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, like there is no way. Like, I'm looking it up right now. Like, uh, uh, Rolling Stone did the top 500 songs of all time. And I'm trying to I'm trying to scroll through this. They're going to say the number that one might, song here in a minute. But that might be uh, a subjective ranking, though. Yeah, it might just be saying. Anything. Yeah, yeah. Like, but I mean, I would it biggest has to be, song. 
What about like a Hotel California? Oh, I my can't God. be the biggest of all time. No, I guess it's not the biggest, but it's I mean, it's huge. What so, would be? I mean, Garth Brooks could have the biggest oh, song of all. Yeah. Who knows? I mean, you don't know. I got that, friends in low so, places. So okay, look at this. Rolling Stone has the top 500 songs of all time. You know what they picked number one? Aretha Franklin, Respect. What? That's a great I mean, song, but that feels like not like... That's ridiculous. I just yeah. don't think that... Yeah, that, that feels a little... Number two was Public Enemy, Fight the Power. What? But that's just no. totally subjective, you know. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, goofy. Hotel California has over a billion strings. Nirvana's it's got 1.1 billion. But and think, that's Harry just Styles has 1.8 billion of uh, watermelon sugar. But no. So <laughs> think it, about, it just, think, it's almost twice Hotel California already. No, so. but think about that. Hotel California started getting streams when? I don't know. When same they came time as the rest of us when Spotify came. Five, eight years ago. I don't know. Yeah, whatever yeah, it yeah. was. 2015. But then also so that song was written in 1970, right, whatever. Right. right. So, so, already, so yeah, think about three decades of radio yeah. play. Okay, this is cool. Can you guess in the top ten just on Spotify? Uh, like I have the top fifty. So while you're thinking about it, think about what songs would be in the top ten most streamed ever on Spotify. All right, I'll say okay. "Shake It Off" by Taylor Swift. Uh, no, damn, not not in there. The, right. the number gonna... one one is wild, and I believe it, but I'll just go through Like, number 50 is like a flow rider song, Where where Them Girls At. <laughs> uh, Black Eyed Peas is number 45, I Got a Feeling. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, yeah. uh, Snoop Dogg, Young and Wild and Free, Wiz, Wiz Khalifa. Uh, Hip-hop's crushing it. it yeah. Crushed. yeah, especially in the modern – and Bruno Mars is 35 with Just the Way You Are. Uh, yeah, Sexy and I Know It, LMFAO is number 27. All right, I'm going to scoot scoot on up here. Flo Rider's in it at number nine with Whistle. No, uh, <laughs> his music. <laughs> number 10 was Eminem and Rihanna, Love the Way You Lie. That was a pretty popular oh. song. But oh, that, yeah, I remember but, that one. That was right. a good one. Uh, uh, Rihanna's, wow. Rihanna's number seven with Calvin Harris called We Found Love. Yeah, um, I don't know it. Number six yes, is... Yes, you do. You know that song. I know Umbrella. In a hopeless place. We, how's it go? Uh, we found love in a hopeless place. Oh. You've heard that song? We found love know. in a hopeless place. Was that from that cartoon? Yeah, that's Rihanna? Found love in a hopeless wow. place. Yes. Um, that's Rihanna and Calvin Harris. Number six is... And this is on Spotify's website. I mean, this is this is Spotify saying that this is their you know their numbers. Number six is don't wor- don't you worry, child, by Swedish Radio House Mafia. Never heard of that song. I've never ever. heard of the artist. How about this one? We are young by Fun. Wow! Wow! Number that's five. what number? That's number crazy. Five all time. Wow. What playlist did they get on? Is it, isn't that God. insane? Number so, two. Got, yeah, hold really on. So that, that you know what must have happened there? What? I think that song was a hit right when Spotify became a right. thing. And then yes. I think they had I think they hit the, the peak yep. of I think, like yes. When there was no well, competition or anything yeah. well, for that. Guess what? But here's here, here's why you're right. Every single one of these, uh the date it was added was May twentieth, twenty thirteen. Yeah, that's because it, the stats that's go back crazy, to like right? twenty fifteen basically. Yeah. And that's and then everybody's stats so what, go no, up, but, you but know, still, up. But still, even though they had a a time heads up, 
I mean, that means they were still played that much. Like, I mean, oh, yeah. you know, I mean, Taylor Swift has a fucking. But that's the lot about fun. They're from our world, really. Yeah, they yeah. are. The format I to was the lead like. Singer. Format. Yeah, the format was just like a little band that toured with we people. Played we, we played a show with them. Y'all played a show with the format? Yeah, yeah. Hell's Kitchen in, the format. Format. in 2002. And, 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 they had a good oh, song. I loved the format. And during the whole set, he smoked more than I've ever seen a human smoke. The most, Take I was it. like, how could he do that? And his voice is like an angel. <laughs> yeah. All right, let me, hold on. Let me keep going here because this is interesting. So, number four is David Guetta, Titanium. Number three, Thrift Shop by Macklemore. Nice. Number two, Call Me Maybe by Carly Rae Jepsen. Wow. What? How many yep. does that have? That's, that's number two. It's the most, second most ever. And number one, uh, somebody that I used to know. That's a really goat. 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 Yeah. He has the no, most plays ever on Spotify. You do hear that song a lot. I mean, it just was so catchy. What, what is the date of this article? It's not an article. It's just it's Spotify's top most uh, streamed playlist ever. That's what it says. So nothing's caught up to those. Yeah, no. I don't. I don't. I think maybe, there's a, maybe it's you know wrong. There's, there's something wrong somewhere because she only has eight hundred seventy three thousand on eight hundred seventy three million. She doesn't have Who? even a billion of Carly Rae Jepsen. Call me. Who? Huh. What? I've got Carly Rae Jepsen at eight hundred seventy three million, not Toby. even in the billions. So he's like Chris sorry. Cuomo or something. Well, maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, he's the Chris Cuomo. <laughs> okay, hold on. No, no wonder we were so surprised. Okay, yeah, okay, okay. We so we're all like sitting there one. thinking, wow. Okay, like, how about that? Wow, all right, all right, all right. I'm going to fucking fix it. I got it fixed. <laughs> okay, we I have a whole, 10 minutes I have on a that. Whole, all right. <laughs> all right. All right. Can you guess the top 10 most streamed songs? Take it off, Taylor Swift. All right, so this this comes from wikipedia now okay. all right that's better than where was the last source the right. last source was it, an article was, from 10 years no, ago it was a playlist on spotify it said most stream songs ever oh you were on spotify oh, okay all right. yes okay. i was on okay. spotify's web, but okay. okay i get it fuck all right this makes a little more sense and it tells you the numbers of how many times they've been streamed and you uh, okay. and can you guess the number one artist it's got to be. Is weekend, it over two billion? We, weekend is number two with blinding lights. He has three point zero eight six billion. Three billion. Oh, okay, so the top right. is in the three billion range. Yes. And wow. who's number one? Then? Yeah, weekend is crazy. Weekend. Think about it. it. And and we're talking about one song. His was blinding lights. And while you're thinking about it, number ten was Believer by Imagine Dragons. They got two point one like billion. It. Yeah. Senorita by Sean Mendez, two point one billion. Oh, that's closer, a good one. Closer by the that's Chainsmokers, featuring Halsey, wow. 2.3. Yep. Sunflower by Post Malone. I wouldn't have thought that was yep. his wow. biggest song. But I, Post I don't even Malone know what Sunflower is. Emo. That's a good he's song. just from Yeah, emo. he's, he's from our is. world. He, yeah, you know, it's Mike uh, Zimmer. Probably. One Dance by Drake, fe- featuring Wizkid and Kyla. I don't even. That, okay, and so uh, number 10, Believer by Magic Dragons. That was uh, came out in 2017. The hmm. Sean Mendez song was 2019. Uh, number eight, closer by Chainsmokers, twenty sixteen. Sunflower by Post Malone, twenty eighteen. Uh, One Dance Drake's, twenty sixteen. Number five, Someone You Love by Lewis Capaldi. Oh, he's good. I don't even. That was twenty eighteen. He's, he's a fucked up looking like British dude or like Irish or something. Rockstar <clears throat> by Post Malone is number four. Yeah. Wow. 
Dance Monkey, yeah. <laughs> two point six billion is number three. Tone Tones and I. I'm, uh, what's Dance Monkey? You know that song? I know Dance Monkey. Uh, dance Monkey. Oh yeah. Number one, three point two billion. Shape of You, Ed Sheeran. Wow, wow, I don't even know that one. Do, do I? How does it I mean, go? You know Ed Sheeran, though. You know I know Ed. who Ed Sheeran and he, is. He, his, his other song, Perfect, that. was a, number 11. It was a 2.1. It was right there. Billy Eilish is 12. So the I mean, kids are killing what it. What song of Billy's is that? What's, is it Bad Guy? Yeah. Ocean Eyes or something? Oh, Bad Guy. Bad Guy. Course, yeah. yeah. That's I'm something. A That's a huge song. Yeah. I mean, We're Ed good. Sheeran's number 14 as well. He's number 19. Uh, Harry Styles, Watermelon Sugar is number 24. It has 1.8 billion. That's so crazy. It just came out a it year ago. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, so, that guy, he just, some people do like, he's like, uh, Justin Timberlake, right? Like he was in a boy band and mm-hmm. everybody knew yeah. they, everybody knew they would all try to do something, but they and just couldn't. And, and he just would. He right, everybody through. knew Justin Timberlake. No one thought the other guys were going to be good on their own. I tell you what, they're happened. all Garfunkels. No, the, the <laughs> Harry Styles narrative. You go back and watch it. I remember right when he came out solo, he went on SNL and crushed it. He did a song that was totally opposite of any boy band type of thing. It was like a ballad, and it was so good. Oh, his, it was, his song. Yeah, his song is so good. It's the uh, yeah, it's Sign of the Times. I think it's the name of the song. And it, yeah, it set him up to just like, oh, he has moved on from that, that shit. That song was kind of so, cheesy, though. It, it is, but he, but he crushed it. Yeah. Here Toby goes, paint on the, people. Uh, Toby's yeah, right. He kind of went the hip, he kind of went the hip David Bowie kind of route. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or something. Yeah. Justin Timberlake kind of went the other. You know, it's, it's kind of sad. Is Justin Timberlake is now like an old dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody's making fun of him for being like an old dude. And he yes. paved the way for all these pieces of shit. That's what I'm saying. And now he's being made fun of. Who's making fun like, of him? Dang, dude. Well, he got a bad, he did some bad dance or something. Oh, now, I thought it was bad, bad <laughs> press. <laughs> good. I saw the video. And I, <laughs> I thought, holy shit. Dude still got it. <laughs> You're right, though. My then kids- the article comes out. Justin Timberlake, old ass. My kids don't know who Justin Timberlake is. They don't know who that is. No, so it's over. Yep. Man, this is this is kind of wild because they have like, uh, yeah, they. I'm I'm looking at some of the other ones like so Justin Bieber didn't show up in the top ten most streamed ever. I would have thought he would have had at least one in there. He's but old. This is the artist with the most songs in the top one hundred. This is the list of artists with the most songs in the top one hundred. It includes an artist solo and featured songs. Uh Justin Bieber is number one with six songs in the top one hundred. Then Post Malone and Ed Sheeran are tied for at two for five. Then Dua Lipa. Is number three with Sean Mendez. Both of those are very newer artists. Yeah. yeah. Then the weekends in there at four with the Chainsmokers, uh, Imagine Dragons, Drake, uh, XXX Tentacion, yeah, the rapper. Yeah, he and then died. Maroon Five. Though, but he, was cool. he died. Yeah, he died. Tentacion or whatever. Tentacion? I used to say I was called Tentacoin. I don't know what his name is, but it's, <laughs> it's but he's he's good. It's good stuff. Him and Lil Peep, I like both. They but both so died. Ed Sheeran just like is is unreal because it's just him and an, almost an acoustic. Like all these other people have, like he has to make some. I mean, he, it's just un. But like, it's just. I mean, you hear that Jamie Foxx story about him? Uh uh-uh. uh 
you know how Jamie Foxx knows everybody? Yeah. Like, he always talks about this guy stayed at my apartment yeah. for six months or whatever. He said he Ed Sheeran stayed at his place, like, when he was trying to get going. And he took him one night to open mic at a black uh, open mic, like, nightclub. I heard of this, yep. You hear that? Yep. Was, and um, so all these killer just uh, R&B, you know, guys, hip-hop guys come out and perform. And everybody's having a good time. And then he goes, he brings, he... Ed Sheeran comes out, redheaded Irish guy, <laughs> and he had a ukulele. <laughs> and the, the he said the other guy at the club was like, "Jamie, what you doing to me, man? Right. What are you killing the vibe here? What's going on?" Yeah. And he's like, "Let's see what let's see what he's got." That's <laughs> and he wild. said like ten minutes, just like a standing ovation, just insane, amazing. I, that must be true. There's no way that's not true. But it's like you hear the song and you think it's cheesy or whatever, but. That's just a little snapshot of probably what that guy, like in real life, you could get up close enough. He just has some brightness or like some way of like, is it, I don't know if it's charisma. It's got to be something beyond singing or writing. It's like some other whole quality that they can bring well, it's, that's it's mesmerizing. Or culture whatever. too. There's a real thing in I, Irish culture, music culture. That's yeah. like a thing. Like singer songwriter is like their thing that they're really good at and you see a ton of people damien rice i think is out of there and a bunch of other people and it's like people on the street singing just like ed sheeran so it's like a whole it's like a rap it's like rap music in yeah compton it's snoop dogg and dr dre but guys playing yeah i see what you mean a highly refined like developed you know thing that plays on something really deep in uh in people you know now that i think about it though if you really were probably thinking about songs that were played the most like for you like your ears whatever because i mean not that long ago there wasn't streaming it was radio plays or you played it over and over on your record that probably would be a christmas song right like all i want for christmas like what is the tune that has gone into your ears the most like the average human being on earth right what is the tune that has gone into mo- the most of it their has ears to be the a most Christmas often song i think yeah, maybe probably think Chris- it's, it's probably fucking jingle bells it might be <laughs> it's probably, <laughs> it's probably <laughs> it probably is jingle bells you probably hear it more than happy birthday if you i mean happy birthday it you know jingle bells comes up all right. the damn time right you like, sing and the littlest happy birthday kids know jingle times bells a year but not not really as much as you've heard jingle bells during you, that month of december it's probably jingle bells you hear it several times a day. It's probably more than Amazing Grace is Jingle Bells. Yeah. I mean, Mer- does that mean Jingle Bells is the best song? Yes. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it might what be. has gone in and come out of people? The Like, what's the song that just, like, you right. got stuck in the most people's heads and went into the most people's ears? It has to right. be the – you can't measure that, but you know that is the actual best song of all time. The one that has co- combined, come out of mouths and gone into ears the most. Right. That's the best song of all time. It's probably Jingle Bells. I mean, you're right. If you walk down the street with a microphone and said, hey, here's $10, sing the first song that comes to your head, they they would sing. Okay, you're right. That or Happy Birthday or something. You know what I mean? Okay, name that tune. Or, yeah. Ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding, ding. Ding, 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 ding. Or that, you know, and another indicator might be, you know, if you went around to every person, let's just say America because Christmas or whatever. If you went around to every person in America said, um, sing Jingle Bells. 
That's yeah. the one that might everybody be will know. The number one song that More, most people yep. would be able to sing. And they would start the by the yeah. time yeah. you, Easier say, can to you sing, sing too, Jingle right? Bells, Jingle right. Bells, Jingle I mean, I mean, you're just doing it. Even Jewish yeah. people. Anybody yeah. would know yep. it. Even Jewish I bet people. it's known in places where they don't know the language or anything. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, America? Yeah, what? Fucking uh, McDonald's and Jingle Bells? Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess we figured it out. Jingle I mean, Bells I, is the now, best song now, ever written. Now you really get me because what is the most commercial song ever? Da 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 da. Or, yeah, I mean, what, what's the song? You know what I mean? Like, what's the song? The catchiest you know? thing. Yeah, in yeah. In yeah. I mean, the catchiest in musical in phrase. You're right. I mean, NBC. I mean, that sticks to you. You know the you trivia on that. NBC? How they got that that one? Yes, one six four, right? Well, well yeah, it, but it's it was, was General it? Electric Company, GEC, oh, right. in, you know, inverted C chord, G on the bottom. Wow. So it's like that's pretty basic. It's a it's a C chord, like because out of the chords, I mean, C is the winner, right? Yeah, of course it is. You yeah, know, C's so it's based in it's the 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 General Electric Company is the G on the bottom. Sounds like somebody playing a C on the piano. And you know that sound. You know that sound. Yeah. It just, yeah, right. That's big. <laughs> That's just so crazy. <laughs> that, like, that that goes back to, like, unless you were saying that we were, you know, the last. We created something and everybody else is just now <coughs> building off of that thing. Like, nothing. But, like, it, uh, it's kind of crazy. Like, we lived through not streaming and now basically almost only streaming like uh, when I'm, I'm in our sprinter van the radio just pops on first before like my phone connects to it you know like it's hilarious when i think about my phone connecting to how just that's just so natural for me but i remember when that i got the tape thing for my <laughs> cd player to put into the tape player so my cd player would work you know what I mean? Like, yeah, and, and, yeah. and I remember not having a CD player. <laughs> Can you and imagine remember, somebody telling you that one, like the phrase, if you just went back in time and, and somebody wrote, like let's say somebody teleported from 1989 and yeah. rode with you in the car, and then you yeah. told them, oh, hang on a second. We can't hear that song yet until I connect my phone to the car. Right. Like, how could you have understood what they were talking about? It's like, okay, hold on they a second. They could never have understood. A car has a radio and a tape player, and you're telling me a phone, you have to connect a phone? First yeah. of all, your phone's at home on the wall. Maybe you have a cordless. But how, and if you did connect a phone to a car, how would it play music? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what are you talking I about? I, I can remember being on tour and going, I had this thought. I was like, it's just stupid that Netflix it in an app on your phone. <laughs> that I could, like we're riding down the road and I could watch a movie on my phone. That they like, they have yeah. to do that. And then you know, like a year later, they did. Like because of course you would. I mean, yeah. there's no there's nothing that is. And now we're kind of moving into a strange time too, where I think people are realizing more. Like I'm seeing so many comedians now. Like just put out their special on YouTube. They're not, you know, Andrew Schultz just did it, and he said he made three times as much money as he spent. Like I think he spent a million dollars making his special, and he you got know, back, he made that, three, that can't three million. Be, I mean, that's where I, you know, something goes really crazy in my head when you say you 
could spend that kind of money. Like I know, you know that doesn't sound I know. right. Don't I know you? it doesn't sound. I know it doesn't sound right, but I think he did with all he, the. Well, he said all he had to buy it back. Production. Yeah, he had to okay, buy it back. Well, okay, okay, fine. Netflix. Maybe, maybe he had to pay a million dollars to okay, a streaming service go. to get back. Right. But the thing we always talk about that I, yeah. everybody needs to understand is how much money you get when you sell out a one thousand cap room. Right. How much money that yeah. actually is. For that kind of money and how much a stand-up comedian, yeah, but it doesn't matter about how many people were in the room. But how many people were in the room didn't matter. He's trying to make the best product. It definitely costs a a few hundred. How much more does it cost to shoot than shooting a concert? No, I don't know. It can't cost much more. It's in the same place, and we do that all the time. And you know how yeah, much it costs. But the people he, you, you can get hire, are you can hire people. He got. I mean, he's not. He's not. What are you talking about? I mean, you you need what. 20 amazing top-of-the-line cameramen and cameras? Maybe. maybe what else yeah. do you need? He, he had a full production That's not expensive. And, and he, I mean, maybe he Relative, had to rent I mean, out it's the not millions of dollars. And it's tens also, of thousands might, of dollars. He might have recorded it three times, too. You don't know. He recorded it four times. Four Y'all times. are giving there him some kind of crazy. Yeah. Can you I mean, yeah, the, I, that, that number I mean, we I'm were telling to, you is, yeah. is something is, way oh, wrong with it. This is why Memphis May Fire is bigger than y'all. Cause yeah. they do, they do this shit. Spend a million dollars yeah. on a music they, video, like they you do know this yep. shit. Like you could spend. Yeah. A, have you ever heard of a band spend a million dollars on a music video? Maybe, and it's the most elaborate. It's like making a fucking movie. He got recorded talking in a microphone in a room for an hour and a half. How much could it cost? I don't. know. And you know how much it could cost. That, it's it not does. that you don't know. You do know. It's not that expensive. To get the best, I, I think what he meant was buying it back, but yeah. maybe buying it I back. But I think. still think it costs a few hundred thousand dollars yeah i think it definitely cost him that much when, when you when and see, he's probably see good, an itemized breakdown I i'll show you mine and schultz if you'll show me yours i've got plenty of breakdowns let's do it tag him. Like, somebody tag him yeah. that's ridiculous him, and whoever said a million dollars to shoot a comedy special come Fine. see me here's what good matt God. is saying matt is saying let me produce the next one well i'm just saying I'll that's nonsense the next one and and save you some money. Right. But, well, here's what I'm saying, too, though. I tried to watch Giannis Papas's today on YouTube, and it just it looks kind of not – you know he didn't spend much at all doing yeah. his. He didn't spend that much money doing his, and it wasn't that great. And then – but also, I just wasn't that impressed with the comedy. You know, I heard Joe Rogan say literally the other day that his new club that he's always talking about yeah. is going to have cameras in it. So it's just there's Every always specials recorded. recorded. Yeah. It costs zero. Yeah. Well, maybe so. <laughs> but that's absurd too oh, you because that to won't be good that Gross. won't be good Piece either shit the Ugh. fact that he thinks you can like uh, just do that and you could yeah. make anything you you know what i'm saying that was be wearing stale his MAGA too. hat while he listened but those are the two extremes <laughs> i'm just saying both of those are both of those You're, narratives are nonsense you, you might be right he might have spent fifty thousand making the special and sold it for nine hundred and fifty thousand, and then had, had to, to buy it back. back that's all i'm so, saying maybe Whatever. that's true. you know but some of those guys like you know the big time guys they're paying for everything though but andrew, no, schultz, andrew schultz is smarter andrew than schultz that he's bad. not I'm like not that he's smart he knows exactly no. what he's talking about I know. no he, but he, somebody like somebody like kevin hart yeah maybe right. yeah kevin, kevin hart, hart would spend him I'm, of course but not andrew schultz that's uh, not andrew schultz he's a DIY guy. for 20 million before he records it so it yeah that's matter. different no i know but i'm saying if you had to get a breakdown of the price he's paying everybody for everything right all the stupid useless but it's just, not you know is I mean? it useless no you be, that's what i'm saying that's what i'm saying i don't know if it but is matt useless. would matt would 
I'm saying based on what we're talking about with Andrew Schultz, yeah, that would be labeled. I'm just saying Schultz. If he's if he's selling that narrative, he's he's hyping that thing as part of his story. He, oh, he's a hype he, man. This for is sure, a yeah. story about this. Like he's made, he's oh, up God. in the stakes here with some of his. Anyway, well, he's I doing a great job. It, I'm really excited about it. But I'm, I'm, you know, I'd love to talk to him about it. He's he's smart well, with the it. promoters and the way he does. He's all into getting the data from the venues, and he understands. I've heard him talk about why you know Live Nation's bullshit and all that stuff. I mean, he you know he's smart. He knows what he's doing. I wasn't even talking about that. <laughs> okay, sorry. I was just talking about them giving it away. Like he didn't give his away for free. He tried to make it like a yeah, he he's in a moment it. house. But a lot of the people Randy, are doing it. For Randy free. Nichols works for them or or uh, yep. advises them. But yeah, yeah he does. Sorry, yeah, he works there for sure. Under his manager. Yeah. But more people. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's going to be more and more like people releasing their albums on YouTube, or it's going to be. I mean, they're going. Everybody's figuring out ways now that you can do something and then service your fan base, and then you won't have to like you. YouTube is. Uh, way more what my kids love than anything else. They always beg me, can I just watch YouTube? Please, can I just have YouTube? And I'm like, but what do you, what's wrong with the, you like the TV shows? Yeah. You, and they, they would way rather watch YouTube. And I, maybe that's just attention span or something there, but also, why isn't it just, why isn't that just everything? It maybe it's be. just it's way just better. I'm, I'm wrong. I'm not understanding it because the, the, that's just know. their TV shows. Yeah. But they don't even want you know to, they don't like, ever care about TV shows or movies. They they would choose YouTube every single time for entertainment every time well, no matter yeah, what. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Our TV shows to them are out of date and old yeah. like 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 Bonanza was to me when I was a kid. Right. It sounds like some or goofy some writers degree. room making a kids cartoon for me. They know better right. than that crap. And so, but you but it's crazy. Yeah, so YouTube is like their net, it's their TV shows. Now. Which is well, feels that, I, my, I'm guessing they're getting me, more but. out of it. I really believe that's yeah. probably the case. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, I agree. Y'all remember e I'm not saying world? you can control it or yeah. it's good or bad totally. what they watch. It's, it's, it's kind of that. It's like, yeah. remember how many hours we would spend looking at e bombs world instead of, world. Instead instead of, of another episode of 90210? Yeah, exactly. Whatever it is. Yeah. Ebum's World and Rotten.com, I used to be spend a lot of time on yeah. those sites. Well, you got a lot <laughs> out of a lot. I mean, I really did. That's what I'm saying. I would love to show yeah, my kids those, but I know that would probably ruin their childhood and adulthood, so I can't show them. But um, <laughs> yeah. All right, I got some really good uh, asking you shall receive questions and some damn news, but uh, can we go over some things that the people need to hear? Oh, yeah, yeah pay bills. Yeah, look, can we pay some bills? Wow. You can, wow! You can, yeah, I mean, you're just killing the art. You killing the art that. of this podcast. I love no, the, to, the the. the to, uh, I'm carrying on the topic because you can stream our new album, "Rub Some Dirt" on it on Spotify. If you I haven't love been the condescending, wow! You, I promise you, I've noticed it, and some really, really powerful people use it in some really powerful ways. But try, just try this out. Just no matter what, if no matter what, if somebody really, really does something and you just don't want to argue with them, just sound it the most disappointed you can ever sound and say the word wow. It'll I promise it'll work. You'll win. You win you just go, Wow. Wow. Like what do you say back to that? What say do that? It's such a dirty trick. 
Stream our new album on Spotify. Stream yep. stream SC's Burns' new album too. <laughs> yeah, it came out three, four, four years ago. That's fairly new. Yeah. What was it called? Scream it like you mean it. <laughs> <laughs> can you can you name all the songs on your last album? Um, con- convent, live convent, live convent, Broadway. <laughs> Catch my no AD twenty 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 AD twenty twenty AD. Uh, maybe no no. Uh, that, haul it out, haul it out. Haul, yep, he's maybe. already doing then great. Maybe you're doing great. Then change yes. Then uh, is something about when you have a panic attack, you see this up in the sky. Bright white light. <laughs> Bright white light, yeah. And then some electronic song that Cody made without Blind anybody. Blind spots. Blind spots. And then uh, Die something Contrary. Die Contrary. But you forgot your song Venture. Oh, Venture. That's our favorite one to play. Yeah. Well. Fuck. All right. <laughs> I don't know if the Toby al- could The album name- is 35 minutes and 14 seconds long, by the way. That's a good album. I don't know, to- I don't, I don't know if Toby can name the tracks of Rub Some Dirt on it in order right now. I don't think I could name any track from the... Okay, I could name Concussion. Well, okay, what's the order? <laughs> okay, okay, I can, let's see. Give me a shot here. Uh, you can do it. You Stole God From Me. Yep. One. Yeah. Enemy? Is that two? Nope. Uh, is it... Two... Is it another heavy <laughs> song, though, right? It's... Uh, <laughs> yep. Am I singing on it, or are you singing on it, Debbie? Just let, let him hang him out here for just to give him a little longer. Don't tap Devin. I'm not going to cheat. Don't tap Devin uh, right away. Oh, you stole two. God from me. Mm-hmm. and then It's that's not enemy. I thought it was there. enemy, because that's a heavy song. You're close, but you ain't on it. How it's, could you uh, not name these absolutely iconic Emory songs? I We wrote them like... <laughs> Not long ago, <laughs> I I just don't ever remember names of songs. I, I don't ever think about the names of songs. I hate right. the names of songs. I, I I think it's so stupid that after the song's written, you Can name. You it. Well, no, have y'all ever have you, you ever done a record that was like that, that was your working you title? God? We did song a record where the working titles yeah. was just the names of the yeah. That's how we you get eighty four sheepdogs. Give me a hint on rub exactly. some dirt on the second song. I said it. Was uh, the we hint is we already said it. To, it was the first one you said a minute ago. Yeah, concussion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, well, there <laughs> oh. You so go. Toby then, stumped at number I mean, okay. two. Aaron Lunsford's just the drummer on this album that came out like four years ago. This one just came out, and you wrote the song. <laughs> this is you got stumped on number two. Enemy three. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Then it's. Uh, Note from which court is built. <laughs> <laughs> Walls. I don't want to play this game anymore. Yeah, I okay. mean, word or words. You wouldn't say words are your like. You're not strong on words and reading and memory. Uh, right. Yeah, yeah. So right. I, I, I don't think that that. I don't think we should make fun of you for that. Well, I appreciate that. Wor- words and memory and things like that, reading and stuff no. is that strength of mine. But other things. But album, are, you right. can hear well, you can Toby, hear it in your head. Yeah, I don't. Right? I don't hear it. Toby's though. a Toby's a an incredible lyricist. Well, I'm not saying so that, but I mean some some strength with words. No, but I mean like uh, he doesn't hold them in the working memory and, and yeah. comprehending yes. them as they come. I don't in, value you know? remembering it. 
I just yeah. enjoy it in the moment, and then I don't have yeah. any value. The same way with people's names. I just all I want to know is in the moment. What am I supposed to call you? Because I don't want to. I don't want to think. I don't need. Like it always blows my mind when like people remember his name. People <laughs> just know so many people's names. Okay. How long like, it did it take you to remember my name? Think about it. What a waste. It probably like, took me a yeah. On the question tour, how long did it take you think to know? Ooh, that's a good question. I would I would say at least two weeks. Yeah, probably. And how would more. you go about it? Like, and oh, then what, how about the this? Let me add this. After that tour, I might have still forgot it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then I was reminded, you know, I remember being on Warp Tour and going, oh, yeah, that's that guy. Or something, you know, like. Wow, uh, that hurt. That hurt a little bit. <laughs> I know. But not, but it shouldn't. Because I was it, excited to see you. I was excited to see you, too. You I just didn't, didn't know my know, name. But, I didn't know but, I, name. but I would probably know you more than other people in some ways, too, though. Like, you know I what know. What I mean? like, you, Toby prevents himself from having too much data that he can't manage. You know, and I guarantee you the amount of people in his cell phone. Like, if you looked at my phone and say, like, whose numbers do I have? Yeah. And you looked at Toby's numbers, like, who from bands we've, you know, like, who from. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Toby doesn't have anybody's number. No. Do you know what I'm saying? He I doesn't know. have anybody's number because he, he always has to ask. And I said, you don't have so-and-so's number? Right. And he goes, yeah, no. Because he did you know, he didn't learn. He wouldn't have learned one He's not trying to keep a big list of anything. No, you're right. It's, I mean, it's, I wouldn't just have, the, it's just a method. Yeah, he wouldn't have my number to us tour managing y'all for sure. Right, but right. That definitely knew his name <laughs> the whole time <laughs> on the question tour. Yeah, it, this is so funny too because like the way I put people's names in, like I'm just scrolling through, and there's just Cameron. I have no idea who yes. this is. <laughs> there's just some guy that I know. There's a camera hey, I know that, that call who, him now. No, call yeah, him. I don't know who, who could it be. I don't know the camera. I get, guess whose number I do have. Robert Chisholm. That just showed up. Uh, How about that one? Then let's there's not, let's not go there. Stephen Christian's numbers in my phone. Holy! I didn't, shit. I didn't know that. Call John him. from Civilian, the band. I remember them. You have a somebody from Civilian. I, well, why I, would you have had his number? I don't know. I don't even know if he was walking down the street. I'd recognize him right now. It's been so long. I would. That's the tall, tall and redhead. Right? Yeah. yeah, I would know him. Yeah, I'm looking. That's funny. You have his. I have a phone number in here. It's called Community. I tell you what, civilian <laughs> was not happy with their set time. No, 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 they weren't. Um, I have, I have <laughs> Tillian from Dance Gavin Dance. How is that possible? <laughs> Who is that? How is that? The singer. That's the singer that That got in trouble recently. Yeah, he's not in the band anymore. That is so funny because that just obviously means you're like, you were in some drunk conversation where it's like, we should exchange numbers. And you were like, totally, but you didn't know his name or anything. And Toby might have could have got y'all on a tour with them and he just didn't. He could have texted them. We didn't hang out with them. And not even one set. I mean, we did a whole tour with them. I promise you, I never spoke to. I don't oh, I think I ever spoke to one them. of them. Yeah, we did a yeah. whole tour with them. I don't think I spoke to yeah. one of them. <laughs> I'm sure I didn't. I, I'm just. No, I, I would remember. I didn't I, ever I talk did that. to them. I don't know I why. Have Mike Fights number in my phone. You know Mike Fights. I know that name. Yeah, that's from the that's Mike uh, Mowry. Mike Mowry, right? Yeah, Scott uh, Andrews. I got yeah. with him. I got Britt Fitzgerald's number. Uh, he's great. I don't, 
I don't actually know how I have his number though. That's what I'm saying. Like, how do I have some of these people's numbers? I don't even know. I, I don't ever look through. Like, I don't call or talk to anybody. I have John Gorley's number. Okay. I didn't even do know you, I had it. Do you? Yeah, it's probably the same one. Do you notice when people text or call you in a way where you go, "Hang on a second, they're doing a they're doing a thing where they go in through their something, and I'm coming up on some list." Yeah. Do you ever feel that? Yeah. Do you do. know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like yeah. people who are good at what they would call follow right. up, yeah, and it's like yeah. I'm in a file of somebody that is diligent, and they make sure to reach out to all their contacts want like yeah, per yeah. on some frequency and i go oh what because they whatever they say is like just it's like something vague right and it's like but then i don't know what to say back and then then eventually you don't get those the follow-ups you get you know your card got taken out of the rolodex yeah. i i'm you know like what I'm to, saying yeah that happens to me a lot who uh all right everybody who's the most powerful or famous person in in your contacts list because I was surprised. Oh, I was just oh. went through, and I have Brandon Ebel for some reason. Wow! And I can't. Well, I think I. I can't remember why. I'm sure Matt. Has well, somebody. Matt might have somebody wild. Matt has got every fucking. Yeah, Matt probably has the most we've ever known. <laughs> yeah, I probably have some. I'm, I'm sure. I bet you. I don't. Wouldn't know who it would be. The. I mean, I, that nothing comes to oh, mind. Oh, yeah, you I, lose track. I, got, I bet I if got, I look through it, I'm sure I've got. Some I got stuff, Dan Coke in contact. Yeah, I got Dan Coke. <laughs> <laughs> Of course you got Dan Coke. I got uh, some That's goofy it. ones in here. I got Adam from Icon for Hire. Do you remember him? Yeah, Adam's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. He was cool. And then I got, this one's, it's, I don't even understand what this is. This is a real number, and I don't know why this is in here. Matt Corndog Jenkins Hawthorne. Who is that? that? Oh, that's their that was their merch guy. Remember? Corn dog. Uh, I mean, yeah, corn dog. I've okay. heard we always called him corn dog. That's right. Corn yeah, dog. he was cool. I don't know why you have his number though. I maybe I do too. That's what I'm saying. I got so many people's numbers, I can't even believe it. Like it's it's super bizarre. I got too many. I can't go through. I've, I've got the president of Equal Vision Records. And I've got Matt's got that. I've got Dave Shapiro. Well, I gave I gave, I gave Matt that number. I gave Matt that number. No, we need to know, Matt, who's the most powerful person in your country. It would take me a while to look through, but I'm, I mean, it'd probably be some. You have okay. an idea of top five. I promise you, I will show you right now. Look at this number that I, I have no idea how I have this. You're not going to believe it. I guarantee you, you're not going to believe this. Andy Andy Milanakis' number. I have his actual phone. Is it, I is remember. It, how do I have his phone that number? That came up in a conversation. Somebody gave it to somebody me. Maybe, one time. Uh, you know and somebody what? Some of these might you. be, hey, I have his number. I'll, I'll share it with you. You can get him on the podcast or something. Maybe that's what it is. Right. God, I, get, I should get him on our show. Andy Milanakis? But I'm just saying, people, there's a lot of people who take their networking seriously. That, right. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? You don't even, th- you don't even oh, ever right, right, think right. about who you could like reach and like. Do you know what I mean? You don't think that way, right? No. Well, then Matt, who's your top? I don't think that way either. I don't like thinking. I don't even I'm want to think that. Think that I don't I'm not going to look at my phone book right now. No, I'll be too distracted. I'll do inventory and let you know next. Oh come on! You don't need to do inventory. I don't know who top five people are. Come on! I have. If you had to loosely, I'm sure I have Kevin Lyman and people like that. Okay, that's good. I have Dave Shapiro. Dave Shapiro is a big time booking agent. It's pretty good. Yeah, 
I have I got Jerry, Dallas Joey Green. Spencer. Dallas Green is somebody in the I world. Got Dallas. I have Dallas. Luke Green. Rogers. Mm-hmm. His brother is very famous. I have Grant yep. from Under Oath. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's mean. Yeah, Why are we, we laughing? No, I'm just He's a nice you got, guy. Why are know, we all know him? We we all know him. That's why. Why would you laugh at that? I mean, we have Aaron Gillespie. I got He's Yogi from uh, Demon Hunter. Yogi. Wow. I got Skip. <laughs> Andy Milanakis, if that's his real number, which I have zero memory just of. Call ever it. Having, call just him. call him. Call him now. Hello, hello, this is Andy. There's no way he'll answer. That would be unreal. But I'll, wouldn't that ruin him being on the show? Or or I guess he would actually just be on the show. Lunsford's calling me, right? Come on, Lunsford. <laughs> You're famous. Lunsford, Lunsford, did we ever tell you the story about Seth calling Fred Durst? <laughs> no. He didn't tell you that? No. I forget. We found What was his label? He got signed. He became the president he, for a little while. President or some, of a label. Some label, and it a was big a one. big label. Well, they, or whatever. they were on. Uh, what's uh, they were on a fucking Interscope or something, weren't they? He might have. Yeah, yeah, maybe he became the president or something of that. But anyway, somehow we got his number, and this was in like two thousand two, I guess. Sometimes somehow we got his number, yeah. and Seth calls yeah. on the band cell phone. <clears throat> It says, uh, and they say, hello. He goes, can I speak with Fred Durst, please? And she goes, just a moment. (laughs) (laughs) The worst gatekeeper ever. What? The worst. What? And then, uh, of course, I think it came on the voicemail. uh, And it was Fred Durst, I think. I mean, it was his office. And anyway, (laughs) Seth left a message. And he says, whatever. Hey, my name is Seth Dudley and Van Emery. It would really behoove you to listen to the demo that we sent you. (laughs) <laughs> it would behoove you. It would behoove you. Anyway, it was funny. Fred Durst just got married for the fourth time, by the way, in case y'all are wondering. Can fourth? I get back to Rub some yeah, dirt? Yeah, 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 let, me read the, let me read this part, Toby. Okay, yeah, yeah, go part? ahead, my friend. Oh, he wants We're to headed read. over to uh, the West Coast. Some people call it the best coast, but I just call it the West Coast. Yeah. But it is nice. I like it. We, uh, we'll be touring with Norma Jean for the first mm. time this summer. That's going to be fun. Aaron Gillespie, uh-huh. our good bud. Watashiwa. Old friends and Watashiwa. Uh, old friends, long time. And Idle Threat, some new blood. Idle Threat. August new 16th, blood. San Francisco. August 17, Reno. August 18, Anaheim at Chain Reaction. Mm. That's going to be crazy. And I think it's sold out now. Yeah, Shit. I think it is. That's going to be insane. Fucking insane. Uh, August 19, L.A. 20, San Diego, August 21st. In Where are y'all playing yeah. in L.A.? You're doing the Regent. Did I hear that? Yep, the Regent Theater. The Regent. Yeah. Good row. Oh. I, I played there. It was it was fun. It's a nice place. I heard it was a cool club. It's a cool, it's a, like a theater vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all yeah. have a good time. I hope we have a good show there. Cool. It should be kind of fun. I and really want to come out to one of those shows. Why don't you? I, yeah. I mean, I might. I just got to work out, you know, shit. Yeah. The people. You mean your your family? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> We're also playing uh, all the is for lovers fests. Um, one the first one is in Wichita, Kansas. On I meant to ask Matt and JT. We did this five for five with JT uh, promoting the festival. And it was I it watched was pretty, it. It was pretty funny. Oh, it was pretty fun. Um, just because you know JT's running the, and he's business you know he's running it and, and he laughs but he's keeping everything on point and then us and matt you know 
their mat is just are all cutting up and having a good time. But it was fun. Um, but we're playing Wichita, Kansas on Saturday the 8th. Uh, I'm sorry, Saturday the 27th, August. Uh, then we're doing Denver, Denver on the 28th. Then we're doing Cincinnati, Ohio on September 10th. Um, and the ticket links are in the bio. Come see us. This There's a shitload of bands on this. I can't believe they got so many bands. So this one's actually going to be really fun. Um, as always, Marriage Supply. If y'all had, if y'all could describe marriage supply in one word, what would it be? Like, what is one word? You can only use one word to describe marriage supply. And if you, you can use, you get your 10% off code with the code all over. But what is the one word you would use to describe marriage supply? Wet. Lube. I'm going to say passion. <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Christ. I mean, passion really yeah. sums it up for me. Mine usually is anal. Uh, oh, <laughs> join Emeryland. You can go to Emeryland. Uh, I'm sorry. You can go to emerymusic.com to join. And that's the best way to, to stay connected is to opt into text. You know, we can text you some information. I love getting texts. Uh, the links in the, in the bio. Um, uh, I do. I enjoy getting texts. Um, you get our bonus episode, which we'll be doing here in a little bit, actually. Um, it, it we do this episode and then we, take a pee break and then the rest of the episode is another hour and something it's, dir- it's dirty it's I'm, a, I'm excited it's just so raunch- we get to go another hour because i'm down it's yeah, oh, yeah. i love raunch. it okay I we're more so, wrapping it, it up and now it's, it's that so makes nasty. me happy that makes yeah. me so happy it's so nasty and you get uh the whole uh emory catalog stuff that other people don't get plus our, we're working on it right now i gotta sing it uh one of the cover songs right now um we're putting out a little we're going to give the emory landers a little uh ep uh very soon so that's coming out very soon and you also get your name read new clubbers get uh, recent clubbers get their name read on the show so can somebody read the names because you know what they sent in yeah i can read them yeah you know what they sent in this week which i thought was pretty interesting if i can find it here okay they sent in uh their favorite deadliest disease in, in history yeah Okay. In history, okay. Right. Yeah, in history. I'll read the I'll read the names. You tell me okay. what they are. First one, Ian Kaufman. Ian Kaufman. Favorite Whoa. was, which is one of the number one ones ever, was the Black Death, the the bubonic plague. Nice. Yeah. The, that bubonic choice. chronic plague. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, the Black Death ravaged most of Europe and the Mediterranean from 1346 to 1353. So nice. how long is How many it? people did it take? Over half. 50 million people. Did it was like half wow. of everybody. More than 60% wow. of Europe's entire population. Wow. Can you believe that? World? And look how we acted about COVID. I already have said a long time how much admiration I have for Omicron itself. So I still want Omicron. That's my favorite. Well, thanks, Matt. That's your favorite. I don't want some of these other mean? fools to steal. I already made the argument of why it was so cool because it was everywhere on the planet all at once. It's one little germ that existed one time. It's a piece of genetic code that was in one place at one time. And then there was a few weeks in February where it was in almost every human at the same time and all these animals all over the whole world. Yeah, That's the coolest pathogen of all time. And it made a bunch of less people die because it was less bad than the one before it. Yeah, and that's when well, it broke, and then we—that's when we got over the pandemic. 
And this episode <laughs> well, just got flagged and now has a blue strip on it that says Wolf bullshit. Go to the CDC. Uh, right, so it's, it's, but yeah, still. That's my favorite. <laughs> okay, next one. Jordan McMahon. Jordan McMahon. The speckled, the speckled monster smallpox. Uh, y'all know that the origins Ooh. of smallpox have been lost in prehistory, but research suggests it first appeared around 10,000 BC. Wow. wow. That's cool. wild. Yeah. That's and crazy. It, the telltale pock marks adorn uh, the mummified remains of the great Egyptian pharaoh Ramses the Five. Wow. It's got and a it, lot. Dated 1156 BC. Isn't that Is crazy? It, and it kept going forever. Yeah, I mean, it's got some yeah. bad That's history awesome. on it. Airborne transmission is rare, although it's most likely in an enclosed setting. Uh, the incubation period for it is 17 days. Isn't that wild? Yeah, I was uh, I was watching The Godfather 2 on the plane the other day, and he had smallpox when he came to America when he was a kid. Don Corleone, yeah. Don Damn. Vito. Not, yeah, Vito. Yeah, Vito. Yeah. All right, next. Uh, next one, <laughs> Ethan Amarin. This one I think is Ethan Y'all know what this yeah. one is? Severe Acute Respiratory Syndrome? Mm-hmm. SARS. 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 Yeah. SARS. How many people SARS. was that taken? Generated widespread panic in 2003. It was short-lived, but uh, it was caused by a previously unknown coronavirus, SARS-CoV-1, the same vi- uh, virus that causes COVID-19. Uh, um, by the end of 2003, 774 people died out of 8,000 so it's claim to fame yeah. that the claim to fame is that ten yeah. percent kill rate. Right. Yeah. Yes. It was bad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, many more. Okay. Many more people needed to be hospi- hospitalized for breathing assistance. Like it was. Yeah. It was. It sounds pretty tough. So how'd they keep so. that one at bay? Was Matt? It wasn't as contagious. It didn't not, have an R. So when they're so dead. So when they're the R not. The R not it spread through close contact and infectious droplets released through cough or sneeze. Do you know what Omicron's R not is? Stop talking about Omicron. Like twenty. Shut the fuck up. Like twenty. Yeah, yeah, it's unbelievable. (laughs) All right, next one, Devin. Kenneth Durden, the avian influenza, which is you know the bird flu. You heard about that one? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. It's common, and several uh, major outbreaks have occurred sporadically worldwide uh the disease was first recorded in italy in 1878 it took until 1955 to discover the virus causing bird flu was an influenza type a virus isn't that crazy it found they it started the appearing flu. i mean that, that's so wild i mean a little under 100 years it took that's that much but more high class whereas swine yeah. is the low class if you you yeah. know you'd rather low die class. of the bird flu than the swine flu right yeah 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 uh, all right, moving on. <laughs> all right, last one. Things last one. Right? Yeah, Joshua Gilbert. Leprosy. Nice. Lepre- Le- leprosy. leprosy is an infection caused by the slow-growing bacterium Mycobacterium leprophagus. Uh, it has a long incubation period, two to five days, a uh, range of six months to 40 years, and the symptoms <laughs> usually start as a numbness or loss of feeling in mm. a defined area of skin, reflecting the affinity of the bacterium and the nerve cells. Despite not being very contagious, leprosy has been feared and misunderstood throughout history. And, you know, that was a big one in the Bible. Oh, yeah. And they and then the, what was really bad about it is that numbness. Like, they would get really right. hurt and stuff. Like, the, the, the injuries would come to them because they right. wouldn't be able to feel if they were being injured. Severe facial disfigurement. 
came from it. Isn't that crazy? It, well, they didn't even say the goat, or maybe this is you, in a different classification. The goat disease is malaria. Right? Malaria's killed the most. Yeah, I'm surprised somebody didn't didn't have, the we can do people? that. Some Polio. Other, People Malaria. can send it, but Malaria. Talk about AIDS. I don't no, understand. No, you know, malaria is bigger than that. It's it's not only has it killed the most, it's killed the most human beings of anything that's killed human beings. Nice. I know. Like as a, a killer of humans, it's, it's, it's more than all the other ways people even die. Yeah. Most people, that, the most cause of death of humans so far has been malaria. I'm looking it up to see how many people have died. Wow. Oh, in 2020, an estimated 627,000 people died of malaria. Of malaria? That's what it says. The malaria is in, <laughs> but that, we that don't ever right. talk about it. In history, it says 300 million. Wait, no, I'm sorry. Hold no. on. It's claimed between 150 million and 300 million is what it says. That's a huge, but accounting not of 2 all time. to 5% of all deaths. That's what it says. Yeah. That's a brief history of malaria is what it says. <laughs> Two to five percent of all deaths ever. It can't be three. Right. One ever. disease is killing you know up to five percent of deaths, and that's we prevent most of that. Is what I'm saying. What I'm saying is I don't right. know when they start recording, but we prevent a lot of malaria deaths now because it's preventable. Yeah. Right. But it, it used to be less. Pre- you didn't even know it came from mosquitoes at some point, and there was a lot of humans at that time. <laughs> that How about we this counting. though? Uh, in 2019, 96% of global deaths from malaria occurred in on the African con- oh, continent. Oh, that's just where it is. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah, but I know. But, I mean, that's just crazy. Like, it just it lives there. And why doesn't it get out more? Like, COVID spread across the whole world. Why, why doesn't malaria It's carried in mosquitoes. Yeah. Oh, I see. It's right. carried in yeah. certain yeah, organisms yeah, that, that thrive in certain geographic conditions that happen oh. hold on we're talking about sending them off and tom shoes sent sorry we're talking about sending them water and tom shoes send them some off the, no these they're <laughs> they're mosquito nets that you put over beds that save lives that the effective altruism movement that like the you know what i mean the the people that yeah. say the most dollars you can give to uh-huh. charity is to give to mosquito yeah. nets for that is that reason okay. like that if you want to get bang for your buck when you give money they say that's the highest one there you go all right, that's the end of that. Can we do one asking you shall receive, and then the rest of it will go to the uh, the club? Then we'll take a pee episode. break. Sounds yeah, good. then we'll take a tea, pee break. I thought this was pretty interesting. Okay, asking you shall. I need some theme. Music. I keep forgetting the right theme music for asking you shall receive. Uh, Lunster, can you make a little song real quick to sing for asking you shall receive? Mm-hmm. Oh, tell me already. Get, he already just gave it to you. He already sang. Well, I was it. thinking it could be like the. Vo- I was thinking it could be like the voice of God. You know, just a big ask. And you shall receive. That's pretty good. <laughs> you know, just something big. Lunter, what's your take? Uh, move into it. I would go, uh, hey, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> ask a question and you'll receive. That's pretty good. Matt, you got one? <laughs> I was thinking it would be like a very epic, majestic, m- multiple choirs of angels singing. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Being yeah. that. That's good. That's good, too. Because okay. you're receiving right. from heaven down, so it's got to be pretty epic. All right. Um one of the questions is, does Matt get sad? <laughs> well, you're answering that in the Clubber Only episode. We'll do one. Uh, I'll, I'll hold that one. My fi- All right. My fiance, my fiance has a code lock on their phone, and it bothers me. I don't think that they are cheating on me, 
But there's been a few times where I didn't have my phone and asked to use theirs. There was a hesitancy I felt, uh, or it felt like, uh, and there might be something they didn't want me to see. I might just be reading into this, but should I ask if there's anything going on? Like they're worried. Why does Wait. Why does their fiance have a, a yeah, lock on the phone? More, and, they, and they don't know. You need more evidence than that before you venture in. But why? But you don't think just yeah. having a lock on your phone? Why do they need that? Fiance, well, I have one just because it just showed is this up. a passcode? I just started using. Yeah, and, and Megan doesn't know it. And they don't know. No, Megan knows my yeah, password. Yes, okay. I'm saying this person says they don't know so, the code. But that's the right. weird thing is why why don't you know? It? Right. Yeah. That's my that's what weirds me I out. Like maybe know the maybe when they get married, maybe she's like, well, "We're not married yet." Maybe like let me yeah. you know, is this a female or a guy wrote it? Female. It wrote just it. says there. I hate to say it, but we need to know what gender. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> I definitely think that's true. <laughs> How can you say that's not true? Why can you act like that's not true? Yeah, I, don't I mean, know. I, wait. What's your answer? What? So y'all tell me what? Tell you what? Nothing. <laughs> so, My answer is, you know, you. Sh- I would. The main thing I'd be concerned about is. Why don't you already know the passcode? Right. That's what I, that's my, that's take more to. concerning to me than having like, a passcode. How do you not know the passcode or why? It seems like the, you what, would, is I that guess. an awkward conversation to ask for your fiance's passcode? You know what I mean? Like, it seems like you should be able to, like, know somebody's passcode. Like, I could say giving it to Megan and she's using it and she, and I had right? changed the passcode for some reason. Right. Uh, she would just ask for it. If they yeah. do face ID, they could just take the face off, like, silence of the lambs. Yeah. And p- <laughs> All right, we're going to take a pee that. break, but if you if you're <laughs> not in uh, Emeryland, uh make sure you join cuz you can listen right now to find out does Matt get sad and also another question is why did Lunsford stop his BBQ restaurant? <laughs> I get into that. I got all sorts of practical you're gonna answers. Answer. Let's just you're load on the cliffhangers cuz I looked through my phone too and uh you know what a, a phone Ooh. number I got? I got more. But one of them is uh, Ryan Tedder of One Republic. Nice. Oh, my okay. God. So let's, let's just nice. go from there. And I will see you, know, see you, you, know, see you after the paper. That's pretty good.